Hello, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Catherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Catherine. Yes. What did you do this morning? I rearranged our office to be more collaborative. Oh, how interesting. <laughs> what a lovely tie to our great, topic today. That can make a great topic for a podcast, yes. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted, so if I, if I nod off, you know, just nudge me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about collaborative workspaces, mm-hmm. and that can be physically your workspace. Mm-hmm. It can be, uh, you know, softwares that mm-hmm. help you collaborate right, and, just, right. and just the general idea of teamwork and how people collaborate in, yes. in work today. Yes. And I should um, start by saying, yeah, the reason that, you know, we decided to finally tackle this is like, and I, I think this, a lot of people can relate to this because we've been in business for about 15 years now and you collect a lot of things and things get kind of put together and put here. And there's a desk here for some random reason. It made sense at one time and now it doesn't. Um, so yeah, I just had to purge it. <laughs> I just had enough of just kind of the chaos and said, you know what? We're moving things around. <laughs> yeah. And so it is super interesting because so much work now is, you know, knowledge work, mm-hmm. right? We're all just like in our brains and on our computers. Right. That's right. all that's all right. work is for lots and lots of different people but, and roles. But the best part is when people are collaborative. And right. You and, don't want to just be stuck in that box. Right. And if you are in a situation where like everybody's just hiding in their office or ducked down in their cube, people are not collaborating. And we have the option too, where people can work from home, but I always find it, I'm here most of the time. I mean, I have that option too, but I I like seeing people. I like bouncing ideas off each other Mm -hmm. and just having like, you know, conversations like face-to-face conversations yeah which which actually brings up a really great point is so many more companies are working flex hours and remotely and in all different kinds of work Mm -hmm. formats that aren't necessarily everybody's all together in an office to you know at one time in the same space and so a few of the things we can talk about too is technology that helps you maybe feel like that right when you're not, right. because there's so much more of that going on. Because people are working, but they're not necessarily collaborating. And yeah. I, like I said, I, I think that the best teams have great collaboration. Yeah. So, you know, physical space first. Mm-hmm. I think there are some uh, things you were going for in rearranging our space. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it was uh, basically just making it more inviting for people to get away from their desk. Yeah. So everybody still has a desk. We mm-hmm. haven't moved to like... It's a hot seat that you grab when you come down. Like right. everyone has a desk. Which companies have done. Which some companies yeah. do, right. I'm so, hoping successfully. No, so, you know, everybody has a desk in their own personal space with all their pictures or whatever they want on it, you know, their their stuff. Um, but we wanted to create some spaces where you could pick up and go work elsewhere, either by yourself or with other people. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you need a little bit of just, you know, more quiet area, no distractions, and we have a pretty open office, so you create a couple areas people could go to that are just like over there. They're not even right. necessarily enclosed, but it's just a way. It's just a way. A it's a, a different view, a different yeah. perspective. Some areas where people could spread stuff out, like you create a big table. If I, 
you know, need to like spray a bunch of papers and stuff right. out. I have a, like I can an see area. The, I see the front of your face and not just the back of your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, or where people, so individuals can go work in different areas or you know, if people are collaborating, if people are working on something together or having, um, like we do a lot of video meetings with our vendors, like the softwares and things we use, right? they're right. not here. So right. we're, you know, doing video meetings. We could go do that over there. It's not a private conversation, right? but right. we don't want to bug everyone else by saying they're having a meeting right next to them. And uh, video conferencing and, and that sort of um, collaborative software is is probably one of the best things that could have happened to just employment in general in some cases. I know a lot of people um, are still kind of hung up on, you know, FaceTime and having people in the offices or things like that. But And I was resistant for a while. But having a, a, having it possible where people can have that sort of freedom, I think has actually got the team closer. Yeah. Um, where they can kind of move about and have a little more of a... Um, a, a more of a flexible sort of work arrangement. It, it just seems like we've gotten rewarded from that. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. So like in the, in the physical space, now we have, you know, the open office desk, everybody mm-hmm. has their own desk and you have sort of public collaboration, collaboration areas. Yeah, and let me... Some are tables, some are like couches. And then we have little private closed with a door, mm-hmm. you know, meeting rooms. Yeah. So it, it's levels. Because you might want to have some privacy on the phone or you have right. a private conversation right. or, or don't want to be distracted. It's usually more the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to just briefly do a little bit of cheerleading for the desk. I know that some places are finding where, where you just sit wherever you want, wherever there's open, that sort of thing. Um, but I'm kind of a firm believer that we are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. And when you go home, you have a spot. And when you go to a restaurant, you have a table and yeah. people like going to their table or their spot, their recliner or their spot at the kitchen table. People like that sort of comfort. So I am a, just a huge advocate for at least giving people a desk. Yeah, that you have a little home base and exactly. you have your things. I mean, I have my little cup of the pens I like. Like mm-hmm. if, My coffee cup is yeah. on my sp- in my space. If you didn't have your own dedicated space, like would you literally be toting everything you need with you everywhere you go? Like, I know. I don't. I don't care for that so either. That, that, I was, totally that was my agree. cheerleading for that. But yeah, I do think though too, you know, much like, and I think about this too when I work from home, I do have a spot, you know, kind of carved out where I can work, but it's nice to then just go and sit at the kitchen counter mm-hmm. or sit on the couch or, you know, something else. It's, it's just nice to move around just to change the perspective because you can just get so, I think more tired staying in the same spot all the time. Yeah. You're just locked into that chair. Mm-hmm. And then on the, you know, on the other side of having like, totally enclosed rooms with doors that are private. Like you said, sometimes um, people come in those rooms just for, you know, zero distraction Mm -hmm. or privacy. But often it's, you know, if they want to have a conversation that isn't public, and that doesn't mean it's a bad conversation or negative in any way, but like if you're trying to have a lot of trust and have open and honest conversations in your business, not all of those conversations need to be publicly aired. And, And if your office is just all open, like where can people go to have a more of a quiet right. one-on-one? Yeah. I mean, and we're talking like, uh, in some cases might be a, a review. That yeah, exactly. A one-on-one Does everybody need to know base. what your raise is? You yeah. Know? Or just you're going over your metrics or mm-hmm. something like not everyone needs to hear that conversation. Right. So I do think that, that those kind of private spaces are still really important. You know, offices can't just be all 
you know, big open tables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. And the one thing I'm going to also mention too is, I mean, you can probably save yourself a lot of money if you have a conversation with your team first as far as what you think they're going to like. Because, you know, there, there might be, you might have a bunch of people who just like being buried at a desk and then you go to all this expense mm-hmm. of getting got games bags and, and sofas and, and foosball table that and nobody uses no using it. <laughs> exactly but also you can just observe what they do so mm-hmm. you observed that we have this one little room that had a couple chairs in it but not a table mm-hmm. and you observed that lots of people go in there to make phone calls right. like if they're calling a candidate or they're calling a client and they just not so much that they care other people hear them, but they want it to be quiet. Right, you know, you right. don't want the music playing or whatever. So th- lots of people went in that room. We started almost like calling it the phone booth. Mm-hmm. And so you just pulled out the furniture and put in a great little phone booth table. Right. Or it, desk now chair. now a phone booth, <laughs> officially. Little, not table, sorry, a little phone booth chair. Mm-hmm. It's super comfy and it has a place for a coffee and you could set your laptop there, but that's all you need. You don't need a whole, you know table and computer screen and everything right, else. Right. So you made it, since everyone was using it in that way, you made it even more so yes. that. And I think, so a lot of it can just be observing what people are already mm-hmm, doing mm-hmm. and then maybe giving them more spaces to do that. Right. If people are eating their lunch in their car because there's no place to eat or they right. don't want to be at their desk, yeah. maybe you should get a, like a little table that exactly. they can eat at. Exactly. So, um, so that's a lot around, you know, the physical workspace, which is still really important. Although lots of people are working remotely and flexibly, there are tons of company, you know, most companies have some sort of a dedicated workspace, Mm -hmm. even if they're in a co-working space or something, people go somewhere to work. Right. (laughs) Some of the time, maybe they work from home two days a week, but the other three, they're in an office. So making sure that's very conducive. And actually I'm going to tack on something else of that too, because we did do, um, we touched upon this in another podcast where when you are hiring people, the place needs to kind of look inviting too. And if you have, you know, I'm sorry, if you have a completely beige office and nobody... Fabric cubicles. Fabric (laughs) cubicles and there's no decor and it doesn't ever look inviting, um, they're not going to take the job. Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as that because it's not a place they want to hang out in. Um, so make it a place for the people that are already there so they don't get wooed away by some other place that has really a cool layout and, you know, something that's a little more comfortable for them. And that's attractive to new people. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And that reflects the kind of company you are. So I was having this interesting conversation with our, our current intern who will be graduating this spring. So she's interviewing and she was telling me about two different companies she interviewed with. And one is the one she likes is more startup feeling, I think they're decent size, Mm -hmm. but newer, like they've been around for 10 years or something. And these are both in the staffing industry. And she she was just telling me like, it's a very casual environment and, you know, you can work from home for two days. And while I was, she did a video interview while I was interviewing, I could see behind the person, they were like celebrating something. (laughs) It was all high-fiving each other. And, you know, she just got a real feel for what the place was like. And then the other place... she said, well, it seemed like everyone was sort of wearing suits and it was very quiet and somber and very formal. And I just didn't feel like I would fit in there. And I just thought, oh, that's so interesting. They go, mm-hmm. they both could be great places to work. Yep. But one might pay more, but, but it doesn't matter. She didn't see herself yeah. in the one environment. And maybe that's purposeful. Maybe they only place bankers and they need mm-hmm. somebody who can be that formal. But you know, you hope they're making that choice purposefully. Right. And you, well, and then you also kind of know going in what it's going to be like 
being there, you know, mm-hmm. because some people might be perfectly comfortable in something that's more formal. Yeah. Um, they might like it better. They might be like, like oh, I don't so welcoming. want to work somewhere <laughs> with totally people high-fiving and being noisy all the time, <laughs> which is great, but you have to find your right place. Right. So that office vibe is completely um, showing mm-hmm. what you're, you know, a big side of your business right. comes and, across in your office. And um, also here at Portfolio Creative, we deal mostly with creative people. Um, so yeah, it was starting to not get fun and creative anymore. Yeah. Just, it was just getting really cluttered because yeah. like I said, you know, like 15 years. years. <laughs> We've been in this space for like 10 right, years. Right, right. Like and of we have just, just here. <laughs> saved a lot of things and yeah. it just had to be kind of reorganized and straightened and made to look a little, you know, more creative and fun and things like that. So yeah, it's just, it's worth taking a step back and checking out your own space because like you just get used to it too. Yeah. You just get used Fresh to eyes. things. Um, and you're like, no, this is not, this is not us. We're going to have to rework this a little, but going back to um, some of the software though, too. Right. So, so let's talk about that too, because as much as, you know, we have office space and and lots of companies do, a lot of people do work remotely. We have Mm -hmm. a couple people who work fully remotely now. Right. Right. They moved and we didn't want them to leave. (laughs) Right. And lots of companies are either, you know, People are moving, but they're staying with their company or they're just hiring people in other cities. It's like, we don't care where you live. If you're the right fit, you know, we'll figure it out. Companies are becoming more and more comfortable Mm -hmm. with that idea. But I think that, and you alluded to this earlier, it can make collaboration difficult when you're not all in the same space. So there are tools you can use, but I think the biggest part of it is you have to be really purposeful about, like you have to overcompensate Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from what you normally would do if you were all saying together. Right, right. If you're just sitting next to each other, you just overhear all the little chatter and the like, oh, wait, I know something about that candidate or whatever. You know, you're just, the conversation is going on around you. And when you are the one person working from your home in another state, mm-hmm. you're just it's isolated. You. Yeah. So, um, so there are lots of tools, and we'll talk about a few, but I think the biggest point is like you have to overdo it. If you feel like you're doing a little too much, it's probably just about right <laughs> to not have that person yeah. feel isolated and to make sure there's still collaboration, that mm-hmm. everybody isn't just like completely siloed, you know, typing away and not taking advantage of that interaction with their coworkers that right. helps make make the total work better. Right. Um, so a, a couple tools we use are um, Slack and Google Drive, mm-hmm. and then we have industry-specific software, and all of those things are, um, you know, browser-based, so you log into them from anywhere. So anyone can work, you know, in those tools from anywhere, but they're also very collaborative. Right. So, um, you know, Google, everybody can share documents, Mm -hmm. send comments back and forth, the industry-specific software. We all put notes. Everybody can make edits, whatever. If I pull up a record, I can see everything anyone else has done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then um, Slack, you know, is sort of purposefully almost like a... (laughs) What, a water cooler or something? <laughs> <laughs> right, kind of, yeah. Where you can um, break it up into different topics and, you know, people can, you know, see if there's news about the company, if it's personal information, random information. Um, we have all those categories. So it's really kind of organized and people just drop things in there to, to say just in touch with everybody. And I'm sure the people that are not on site with us really appreciate that communication. And then we also still carry on with our meetings kind of business as usual um, and just utilize software um, for meetings and um, 
and sometimes it's just conference calling and things like that. But the, the cadence of the meetings stayed exactly the same, whether or not the person was here or not. And yeah. those sometimes happen daily. You know, um, there's definitely touch bases that are always scheduled. So if somebody's out on their own personal island somewhere, they know that like on Mondays, we're all going to talk together and everyone's going to be involved. And um, we have some video conferencing that we do um, that works pretty darn well because mm-hmm. there was a one time where because of circumstances everybody was out so we we all called in and we all saw each other's faces and it was just like a business as usual meeting yeah uh, for me utilizing video for meetings has been really impactful I don't it's it's harder for me to have a meeting via phone mm-hmm. like I can have a I conversation hate, hate them but but a video, mm-hmm. you know, you, you do feel Different. like you're saying they're talking to the person, whether it's one-on-one, I yep. use some of my touch bases one-on-one, but I feel like I'm talking to the person or a group. Like you said, like all four of us were on the screen, you know, um, that, that day that everyone was offsite, but we were all actually working. Just none of us were together. Right. Right. And so it's so much more real feeling like you're really having a mm-hmm. meeting and a conversation. So if you're, if you are working with people who are, remote or you're having even client calls, like we're using it more and more with clients and with candidates because you still are having more of a genuine conversation. Right. And conference calls are just difficult and I don't have to get into the explanation of this too much. But there's, there's plenty of online there, memes and videos about it. <laughs> there are, but there's nothing more frustrating than if you are, you know, on the call and you're trying to make a point and you can't jump in and nobody knows when to jump in or they think you dropped off or right. somebody stop typing because I can hear you. Yes. There's just like a myriad of reasons why it is just not great. And we, and we still so use painful. it on occasion for short meetings, really short meetings, but with things that are going to be like, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, hour and a half. Yeah. The video conferencing is the way to go mm-hmm. for so sure. Much, so much better. You see the body language. Like you said, you can tell somebody's about to say something. Right. right. Or, or they can they raise, like their raise their hand or hand. something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you just, and, and you can just tell the tone of things when mm-hmm. you can see someone's face. I mean, you can't see their whole body, but, you know, shoulders up, you, you get a lot of um, a lot more of a feeling of their emotion around something they're right. saying. It's, it's just so much better having the video. Um, and I, I guess I feel like maybe that's part of why companies are becoming more open mm-hmm. to some of this remote work because tools like video make right, them the more comfortable. Is making it happen. I mean, there's all kinds of other technology too. You can track like keystrokes if people are really typing right. on their computer. And I mean, there's tons of technology yeah, people it depends use. On, yeah, how, depending how involved on, you wish to get, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, and depending on the job, mm-hmm. you know, and like what, you know, if you're, you know, they're like quote unquote call centers, but they're really all just virtual people working from their home. Right, so, right. you know, they're tracking they their track phone call, activity. their phone time or yep. whatever. So it just depends on what the, the job is. But um, another thing that I think is super important is just spending some time together. So especially if you have people that aren't in your office, having time when you do all get together, whether it's, you know, we do like quarterly and sometimes there's, you know, the random once or twice a year, Plus, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, when, mm-hmm. when people might come in for a meeting or something, but both social time and work time, mm-hmm. but sp- actually spending real live time together too. Right. Not only virtual. I think you function better as a team if you actually genuinely like each other. Yes. And the way that you like each other can be weighed on how well they are to work with, because there's definitely people I work with that I adored because they were just 
great fellow employees. They were reliable and they were collaborative and they were, you know, they were just wonderful. But then when they can go a little deeper, and I'm not saying you get involved too much with people personally, but there are um, other things that are that just kind of enhance the relationship, I guess, is the best way of putting it. And, I, and even sometimes it, it, you don't know how well it is to work with somebody either if you're not actually in the room with them too. Yeah. Um, so by you know plugging in a lot of these things, me changing the furniture around, whatever it takes, but if it gets people to work together more so they can really see how great, how, how they can see how we see how great they are, you know, um, and they can really rely on each other and depend on each other and learn a little more about each other. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you when you work in an office with someone, you do tend to get to know them for, you fairly see them well. more than your family. Because you see them all the time. <laughs> so making sure that you have that, whether you're in the office with them or not. And it, like you said, it doesn't have to be super personal. People share as much as they want. But like, has somebody bought a house or somebody mm-hmm. got a dog? Or, you know, it's just the little things about their life yeah, that is fun and interesting. They like went to a concert last weekend. and Share the excitement. They, yeah, they play the new band they like on our Alexa. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you just, you get to know people more personally. Mm-hmm. I just think it's way more fun. Yeah. I want to work with people I like. I, I, and I just like having... Um, people that you just have a little more dimension, you know, yes. also, yeah. um, if it's just about work, it can get a little bit boring. Um, and, but just knowing a little bit more about somebody, I, I think is really nice. It's, it's always fun. Like when like somebody's spouse comes in or boyfriend or girlfriend or dog yeah. or whatever, yeah. it's like, yeah. Oh, it's a little glimpse of your a life that I don't family, normally get to see. Whatever and, their family is. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of cool. It's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. So, you know, purposefully making that kind of personal collaboration happen mm-hmm. too, whether it's, you know, physically they're, even if they don't work together, they're, they are together sometimes. Right. Or like Slack is great for that. We have a, the random channel. You put anything you want, put a picture of your dog or look, it's snowing or mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm, you know, and mm-hmm. that's that little fun stuff is part of what brings people together. Right. Too. Right. It just it just makes it um, like I said, just gives it more dimension. Yeah. I just think, um, you know, back to just so much work people are doing now is just knowledge work you know we're just using our brains and computers mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. so all of the answers are in our individual brains like we have to collaborate and work together to solve those problems and and do projects and all that kind of stuff it's really hard for like one person to sit on their computer and have all the answers to what needs to be done so collaboration is like maybe even more important yeah. now when when all you're dealing with is ideas you know, so whatever tool you use, whether you're together or not, like just making sure it is happening. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau. We hope that you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to send us an email at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.